The coronavirus has taken 1 million lives worldwide. Wow, that's a huge number. And there's an even bigger number to the people who are still suffering from the disease. But I wanted to take a step back and look at how far we've come, how much has changed since the virus first hit the world and since those first 19 days. My name is Dalia Akaine and I'm a content creator here at Tristetics. This is the 90 Days of COVID-19 documentary series where people share their stories of the first 90 days of the pandemic. Despite the fact that the virus seems to be fading away, it is still very much a reality. So I'm out on a mission to document real voices in what has been one of the most reawakening periods for humanity. Welcome to the 90 Days of COVID-19 documentary series. Welcome on board, Elena. Thank you so much for joining me today for this podcast. For the sake of our listeners who do not know who you are, can you just briefly introduce yourself, tell us your name and what it is that you do? Okay. I, hi, Dalia. It's been a while. So thank you very much for having me. My name is Hello. Elena Augustine. And yeah, I'm a volunteer with I, I Create Africa and also Kadna Youth and Community Development Volunteers. So for both organizations, I'm basically welfare support officer. I also run a small organization, Wonder Woman Nigeria, that basically empowers women and vulnerable children in communities. Yeah, that's what I do. That's cool. T- tell us a little bit about Wonder Woman Nigeria. That sounds so cool. Oh, okay, so it's um, an initiative that was better out of the like out of love for change, change especially for people from the grassroots. So you know how people just um, keep complaining about how crazy the world is and how everything is just so messed up. So for me, like anytime I'm pe- tempted to complain about some of these things, the first questions that come to mind is, what have you done? In what ways have you also try to help. So I started Wonder Woman Nigeria with a friend that like shared same passion and vision. So we just basically do like small seminars where we just come together as a group and encourage each other and talk about ways we can help each other, building each other like entrepreneurship. So it just basically started small like that. Then we started reaching out to schools like girls secondary school where we talk to young girls about sexual abuse consent menstrual hygiene these are some of the things that if you go down into the grass some of our homes like some homes in these local government areas a lot of these parents don't have time to put their young girls through this education yeah oftentimes in some schools it's yes it's been like frowned at you know, talking about sex, about rape, about, you know, some people have their reservations about these discussions. So what we're trying to do is actually to get these girls young, to educate them of this, know your body, know the changes that happen to your body, Mm -hmm. know the red flags, the things that you should consider as as red flags when all these uncles start um, coming close to you. So you report to them to any adult, responsible adults, like close by and all the rest. So we also do campaigns where we get people to um, donate money or sanitary pads to reach out to these young girls in their communities. 
that's amazing that's so cool like that's amazing i can't yeah i mean i can only imagine how as many people are listening right now i hope they can feel how cool this is like i'm sure they're feeling you right now that's amazing i mean personally i would love to be one like to join or be part of any of your campaigns i know you're based in kaduna right so, I mean, Kaduna is not... Yes, Kaduna. I am. <laughs> it's just here. Yeah, yeah. Thank like you so much working for on that, one Elena. That's, that's a great thing. Yeah. Okay, tell me about this one. I mean, I'd love to hear about it. No, that's no, cool. I mean, I was just going to say I'll give you details of that and would be very, very happy to have you on board as part of the team. It will mean I will, a lot I'll be me. very happy so, to yeah. be on the team. Thank you so much for that, Elena, yeah, and for Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's so cool. So Thank if you, you were to describe yourself <laughs> in one word, what would you describe yourself as? Um, okay, one word. This is difficult because there are like so many words, you know. I'm so awesome. So, <laughs> so I'll say I'll say compassionate. Okay. I'll say compassionate. Really? Yeah, one word, compassionate. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to hold you to that later on, but let's just get into it. Now, getting into the technical, you know, questions concerning this documentary series. First of all, where were you and what were you doing when you first heard the word coronavirus? Uh, okay, where was I? Okay, so it was in December. I traveled down to Jos to celebrate the New Year's with my uncle's family in Plateau State, just okay. um, precisely. So I think I was in the room, I was trying to fix food, and then I had my nephew and my cousin in the living room, and they were just talking. I, I didn't get, like, I wasn't following the discussion, but I know my nephew mentioned that there's a new virus called coronavirus. Wow, and, and this was back um, in December. Neighbor, yeah, that was in December. That was the first, first time I heard of it. So he mentioned okay. that his neighbor told him that the virus is like Ebola and it's coming to kill everybody in the world. So, you know, as a child, because oh he was God. Joking, he's, he's, wow. he's 12, 13, and then my cousin <laughs> just laughed um, over it. Like, and I was like, in my head, I'm like, what the hell is this boy saying? You know? <laughs> Where so did he that get was my, that from? <laughs> yeah, and that was the first time I heard of the word. So afterwards, you know, things gradually, things became, started getting out there. And, but for the first time I heard that word was from my nephew, and he said it's a virus. Like probably Ebola's brother that was going to kill everybody in the world. Yeah. So at that first time when you heard it, what first came to your mind? Like, what did you think about it that very first time? Okay, so because at that point, you know, I didn't really know much about it. You know, that was just the first time I heard it, and then the first time I heard it, it was associated to Ebola virus. So for me, I got the whole Ebola vibe. I'm like, would we have to drink so much salt again or take a bath with salt water? No. <laughs> or 
<laughs> or something <laughs> else that would be more crazier or they would say we should grind yeah. charcoal and drink so that was basically mm. the things that just ran through my head while i was in the kitchen in my head i was yeah, like thinking about all the possible like, rituals <laughs> yeah like all the crazy things that happened during ebola so i'm like i hope we won't have to do any crazy stuff or this won't like get to a point where it will really affect the world so that was that was like my thought then yeah that was the first Oh, that's, that's serious. I'm I'm so happy it didn't get to that anyway. Cause I mean, having to bath with salt water, that's not funny. <laughs> I didn't do it the first time. I'm not going to do it the second time. <laughs> but what would you would you say that this pandemic has affected you positively or negatively or both? Okay, I'd say a little bit of both, both positively okay. and negatively. So you want to like share on that? Yeah, yeah. So it has like both affected me both positively and negatively, right? Yeah. So for positively, you know, before coronavirus, like the um, everybody had their lives going, like so many people had busy lives. Everybody trying to meet up, ends meet, and they uh, like just basically get their life on track. So, but during like the whole pandemic people yeah. were forced to all go back home like you mm-hmm. know countries going on complete lockdown and the rest yeah. so i got to like get back home with family um, mm-hmm. had my siblings around you know so there was this whole connecting with family yeah reconnecting being able to being able to just have them there like really talk about catch up on on things on so many things on life and the rest be able to you know learn do things together as a family you know you just everybody's just there just like you know chilling (laughs) there's games to do yeah to do with with nephew like a reunion so it was really (laughs) you know i know right you know so it was great like having to do all those things it was really it was I, I feel like I really needed that. And if not for the pandemic, then there's no way we, we would have gotten that because life would still continue no, normal. Except maybe so someone I got think, married or something like that. Uh-huh. That's the only time you get <laughs> those kind of like large crowds coming back home. Yeah. So I think for positively, um, I think a whole lot of us, we didn't know at that point, but we really, really needed that, you know? Yeah more than nature needed it we needed it so it was for that that's for the positive um part for me and then for negatively you know also for the fact that there are certain things that your body has been accustomed to doing every day you have like mm-hmm. your routine the things that you do yeah. and then not being able to do these things anymore you're just confined to the comfort of your home doing the same things over and over again at some point it gets you know you just want to go out it's frustrating that's just it yeah, you know, like I, like at some point for me i just feel i couldn't breathe properly like i want to go out i want to go and swim i want to touch people i want to eat ice cream like so I many know, things i know <laughs> but it was so bad like tell you what dalia it got so bad for me that i i read something for i wanted to just do something else i wanted to change something and i had to cut my hair you cut your hair 
Are you, you serious? Know. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my, my god. god. I, I just wanted something different. Ah, uh, my, my whole god. body, everything was screaming for a change. change. You, you know, I you couldn't go out to bring my hair, couldn't yeah. do anything. The hair was just there, just washing every day. I was so tired. I was like, okay, let me just do something. Like this hair just 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 rest. And mm. I cut my hair, even though the next day I woke up and I just touched my hair. I'm like, what the hell? You know? <laughs> But yeah, so that was the negative part. I really wanted to go out. I wanted to attend seminars. I wanted to see my friends. I wanted to swim. So like, it was crazy at that point. Yeah, mm. so that I was guess, it. So yeah. I'd say both, both negatively and positively. And positively. That's, that's intense. I would love to see the new haircut though. I'm very sure it looks lovely on you. <laughs> I did not know that you cut your hair. That's so intense. <laughs> All right. So how was social distancing? I know you already spoke a little bit about this, but generally the whole social distancing staying at home yeah. or walking from home experience how was that for you yeah it was odd i would say productive one word productive because you know there were so many persons so many organizations that kind of like put together like projects online courses mm-hmm. you know there was there was so much to learn online so there's a friend of mine put up this project lockdown where he mobilized like people from different uh, like local government areas states no not local cities, government like people no like diversity no, people with, ethnicities um, with Oh, okay. No, Dalia, you're making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, people with big brands, like, people to come to oh, talk about oh, um, okay. digital marketing. Yeah, like, entrepreneurs. Like, yeah, like, a school where every day there was, like, one person that had something to come teach. You know, um, oh, having, starting That's up your so brand, cool. yeah. handling your business pages online marketing you know um, uh, there was so much to learn like that was one one platform i think yeah like that stood out even though there were other trainings other courses to do so many things to learn i learned how to make scented candles during the stay at home i learned it online on youtube so Mm -hmm. i also got to find out that my nephew could actually cook you know so There, there was just so much things to discover. I discovered so much. I learned so much. So it was productive for me. Wow, that's cool. That's really great, you know, to get to know that that period was so productive for you. Personally, I didn't even yeah. know about those platforms or like that specific platform that you talked about. I would love to even learn more about that. Um, I think we can discuss it after this. Okay, now coming to, I would say our final question. I think we're almost at the end of this. Can you share three key highlights mm-hmm. of the first 90 days of the pandemic. So in April, May, and June, what were the three experiences that you had that really stood out for you and that you know that you're not going to forget in a really long time? Okay, all right. So when the whole thing started getting serious and a lot of people were realizing that, that well, for me, was that like before that 
time. I had gotten, because people were going over getting hand sanitizers, uh, face masks, and the rest. So I had picked. So before then, we had a random act of kindness week, Wonder Woman Nigeria, where we just, so that's an exercise we do where we randomly go on the streets to just randomly be kind to people. So we get stuff and just randomly give people on the streets. So it's like a campaign to create awareness on the importance of just being kind on the impact of like just a kind word, how far it goes to, to just brighten someone's day. So I yeah. got... I got hand sanitizers alongside other stuff that we distributed, right? So I think I bought them to 250 naira each. Each one went for 250 naira. So okay. when things started getting to, I think, early, early slash middle April, so I was going to get the same hand sanitizers for household use for the family. And on getting to the store, I realized I went to the counter where I got where they kept those hand sanitizers and mm. I was shocked to see that the price had been tripled. So what went mm. for 250 naira was now almost a thousand naira, I think 850. <laughs> so like it was like yeah. magic. That was look and I, was, I remember I was so angry that day. I was so angry. And I, I didn't end up getting the exact number of um, sanitizers, hand sanitizers I needed. Yeah. I, in my head, I said, okay, it's just 250. And then I even had friends and neighbors even give me to 250 so, to get it for them. Because I'm like, this store, theirs is really cheap. I just got it like a few days ago. I mean, you waited for back, them. It's That's like, so disappointing. <laughs> You know, you, yeah, you know, and then going back in the space of like three, four days, mm-hmm. they really broke my heart. I was so upset that I got that. So the, that was, that's like one of the things that I would never forget. And then secondly, I think we, we were stocking up because they were like window period days where like the state government would give like few days for people to go out. Um, of course, go and get and your it's advice you know, yeah, stock up and the rest. And then we went to the store and you see places where probably they keep pasta because the markets, local markets were shut down. So the only places you could get food stuff were in stores, supermarkets. So the places where they keep probably like pasta and the rest, like they were empty, like stores where you, you could literally scream and your voice would echo. It was dried up. And you see so many people. Yeah, like you'd see so many people in these stores mm-hmm. struggling for whatever that is remaining in those stores. And at that point, I remember me feeling, God, we're going to die of hunger. Like we're literally ah. going to starve. Wow. Maybe that die. Was, like that if, was if, Yeah, in my head, I'm like, like what if what will happen to to people that mm-hmm. that are homeless? What will happen to the people that cannot even afford to even come to these places to buy food? Like so many things just kept coming to my mind, and mm-hmm. uh, my eyes were already tearing up. Wow. So it was scary. I felt so scared, like that food was finishing. A lot of things were going out of stock people were rushing and then you know at this during this kind of times is when all these haves to say sorry to say would want to 
if a lot of people are just wanting to buy the whole world to keep for themselves. So I think I even made a Facebook post um, around that time saying that people should try as much as, in as much as we know everybody's trying to stay alive, be considerate when buying and remember that, you know, there are people that also need to eat. There are people that also need these things. So you see one Some person just put their they are harder. Clear example that I witnessed, this man just went to this place and I think it was toothpaste and he just packed everything. They, they were like so much and he just used his hand to swipe everything into his basket and there was nothing there. I hope and he's you know, still using other that people that want to I really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so other persons are coming and they won't find anything and you're, you're buying almost like 30 25 toothpaste like what for so mm. that 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 was like one of the key highlights key highlights for yeah around may and then like also one experience that stood out was the fact that at some point there there was so much hate coming out from the other parts of the world world towards china because people were like, Chinese people brought this upon us, Chinese this, Chinese virus, you know, you hear a whole lot of things. And I was like, it's not like this virus just came out of China and just came into the world. And then no China Chinese person was suffering also from this, right? It may have maybe come out from China. Then again, there was so much hate. You go online, you see so many people saying so like mean stuff towards Chinese people. Or, and then there was this video of a young boy, a small boy from China. He made like a video, like spoken words, poetry about how he lost his mother to the virus. And, you know, they're equally suffering from it. So why so much hate? I just didn't wow. see. I know, even that's the- so cool that that stood out for you, really. Because I, yeah, a lot like of it- people didn't even think about the hate speech that was going on there. Yeah, it bothered me. It bothered me so much that people were just like, you know, sing, singling China out and being yeah. very mean. Yeah, they were being mean with their words against Chinese. Even so, like, I think I had like <laughs> an issue with some persons under a post because they were literally bashing, like, someone was hurting a Chinese person in their country. I think it's one African country like that. And I stand then mm-hmm. their comment were like, yeah, it's good for them, blah, 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 blah. And I said, it's, this is not fair. You won't, this person knows nothing about this virus or whatever. The coronavirus. You know? So yeah. I don't think it's reasonable. Yeah, I don't think this act is reasonable. And I don't think, I don't even, I can't even come to terms with the fact that as humans, we see this kind of things and we're comfortable with it. We're even saying, yeah, the person deserves it. Nobody deserves <laughs> acts of violence like don't be violent so there was so much hate and it it was really heartbreaking like I remember during those times I just found myself just breaking down always and crying I'm like the world is going crazy really disturbed me I was was going crazy I had to not come online yeah Mm -hmm. I had to not come on social media or even talk to anybody on phone for about like two weeks because I was literally losing my mind. My mental health was getting affected. A lot of things were just affecting me and I had to stay off to really, really think straight, to get my mind together, to get myself together because 
man, it got crazy, really crazy at some point. Everybody was just, it's like there was so much anger in everybody and they were just, everybody was looking for the next person, anybody available to just bash and say horrible things to. And yeah, just vent so, so out that things. energy. Um, yeah, it was so toxic. I had to keep off. So that stood out for me. I'll never forget about that. The hate, the fact that it was like, I thought we're, we're all going to starve in the world. Like at some point, we're all, there's, there's not going to be any food in the world and they would start eating each other. And then like, nobody would probably <laughs> Yeah, like, like I was scared. I was really scared. Yeah, and then I, I felt also that even if probably there'll be little stock remaining, then those of us at the grassroots would be even able to, if it continues like this, the rate at which prices were increasing, I'm like, the the common man, we are not going to have money to even be able to purchase anything. At yeah, all. definitely, definitely. That was that was a very deep time. I mean, at that period, everybody was. I feel we held in so much, just even staying in the house, so much emotions, and at every point in time that people saw to vent out that energy, just say something, just express in a very little way how they were feeling, they would just take advantage and do that. Whether that was going online to say something, because I mean, there's so much that you can do. You have limited people that you can talk to. You are talking to the same people every day about the same thing every day. It's bound to get everyone frustrated. So any avenue to just talk about something new, whether it's bad or good, I'm sure that people would have hopped on that. So it was a really stressful time generally for everybody but thank you so much for sharing that Elena like I can I can really feel you you, in those moments and I know it's not it wasn't easy at all but if you could go back to January and give yourself sort of a pep talk you know what would you say to yourself in January just someone starting the new year I don't know if you had like resolutions if you had things that you wanted to do this year whether it was new year new me <laughs> so but if you could go yeah, back so to for, January what the, would you say the year started, I, I told myself that I, I want to work I want to do uh, I want to be able to set up four projects that are sustainable, four sustainable projects that would at least benefit 5,000 women Mm. in Nigeria, you know? So for at the start of the year, I was putting up a project where we were going to train 60 women under six skills trade. So it's basically going to be six skills. We had barbing, we had bead making, we had hair making, catering, and tie and dye. So each of these skills, we're going to train 10 women in each of these skills. And yeah. after everything, I had, like, we had, I had, I was able to get one uh, sponsor and the plan was, he said he was going to give jobs to the, after everything, we're going to pick out, like probably do something like a mini competition where we pick the best out, like the best students, graduating students at the end of the program. So we had people that were willing to offer jobs to the people that, the women that would come out as top 
in this um, category. Yeah. Yeah. And I was also thinking of something to implement that was going to help follow through with the remaining women to ensure that they actually make, make use, of, use of the skills learned. Yeah. You know, so that was before the pandemic. So, and then we also had others, other project like a, a big sis, big sister, little sister, big brother, little sister project I was going to do where we have persons taking care of pad. So at the end of every month, you are for sanitary pad, a soap and like small body roll on, you know, every month, every month for a year. So you just say, okay, I'm responsible for one girl for one year. So we're going to put that project out, like do a whole lot. Of like that's just basically the idea. We're working on how to best implement that. So and other stuff we wanted to do, but then everything just like you know had to be put on hold because of the virus. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So if I could go back to January to give myself a pep talk, I'll say, "Hey, Alina, you know, life is in phases, and this this is a phase in life, a crazy phase, but it'll it'll all get better. You'll be fine." Don't think too much about things because I found myself always really, really overthinking a whole lot of things. I created scenarios in my head. I thought about so many things. And sometimes it's at some point, it really got draining. It drained me out. So I'll tell myself, don't think too much about it. You'll be fine. Just breathe. Yeah. <laughs> that painting scenarios is a very serious one because... yeah. I'm sure everybody imagined a whole doomsday situation, like different kinds of doomsday situations in their mind. Or... Like, I was like, the world, the world is ending. The world is ending. <laughs> we've, we've come then, to it. <laughs> you know, immediately after that, there were so many talk about an asteroid that was coming. Many crazy things yeah. being said. Like the Antichrist is coming. Plenty conspiracy blah, blah, blah. theories. So it's not. It's not today. Yeah, People absolutely. always have those kind of stories. So very quickly, I'm moving to the game session, which is um, I, I like to say it's not really a game, but it's kind of like a oh. game. So you're going to share with us three things that no one would guess about you or no one would assume about you. You're going to share three things that would make people go, oh, I could never imagine that would be a dinner. So just those three things. I cry over literally almost everything. <laughs> okay. So I, can, I can just see you dancing and I'm like, oh my God, she <laughs> dances so beautiful and I'm crying. Are you, are you serious? So my I, God. I, I cry a lot. Okay. And I talk to, I talk to plants. You talk to plants? Did I hear that yeah. right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> you talk, yeah, you did. I talk to plants. You talk to plants. Do they talk back yeah, to you? Because we're about to make you no, here. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, they, they do not. If they do, if, even if they uh, do, I do not hear. But I... Maybe, oh, maybe so they actually out. do. You are, you are like Dr. Doolittle now, but with plants, not with animals. Okay, this is deep. I love to keep um, plants in the house, especially the ones that purify the air. Nobody, a lot of people would not like guess this about me because like I, I go out there and I'm like, that about yeah, you. I'm this very serious person. So nobody would just look at me and think Elena will talk to plants. 
yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> now I'm curious to know what the third thing is. This is serious. <laughs> the third one, everybody knows I like when I'm in my comfort zone, I play a lot. I love to play a lot. I love children. Like I'm basically like a child at heart. Okay. So that should be the third one. Probably not everybody knows this, but I'm like, mm. I'm a child at heart. Yeah. Like a woman you know? child. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I think about growing old and I'm like, I don't ever want to lose this inner child. Yeah. I can just stay in the house and I'm like, scream and just stand up and just start dancing and jumping you know like i i i do that you are going to have a lot of fun with your real children (laughs) that would be Uh they would see they would love you children love that to the core like they would honestly love you that's amazing that's so cool and it just goes to show that you have so much energy that's amazing because people a lot of people these days are always like i can't kill myself i don't have energy for that Mm-mm, you know but that's that's really cool that you have that much energy to give out i think that that's amazing though now like i'm a i'm a helpless romantic when it comes to emotional unnecessarily sensitive and everything you can think about when it comes to children like i'd see a mother be hitting a child on the road and I don't mind. I, I can literally fight that person, right? So, yeah, I'll be a cool mom. I'm sure. Hopefully, I know you'll be. I just know that. Thank you so much, Elena. This has been an amazing so session. Fun. I don't know what has been more amazing, you know, sharing or getting to know the experiences that you had, or getting to know that you can talk to plants. You need to teach me that superpower. <laughs> Maybe they'll talk to me. Oh, wow. I don't know. Like you know, I they may just you. Know, they may just talk to me. They may just be like, hey, what's up? You know, I don't know. <laughs> and I, I I'll become... Me, that happens, I'm facing straight I'm up. I'm going to Guinness Book of Records. Why did I think of gold at first? That's so strange. I don't drink. I don't drink. So anyone that's listening Are to you me, sure? Dalia, <laughs> are you thinking doing gold after this I session? <laughs> I don't drink. I know some people are listening to this and they are being a nash, blind, say nice. I don't drink. I say that in all. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alina. This has been an amazing session and I've had so much fun, you know. We live in those times. I know that now we can laugh about it, but back then it was like nobody was yeah, smiling. No, it Talk more me, about no. laughing. Like yeah. nobody was smiling at all. Yeah. We were all like, yeah. we're tired. We want to go out. Like it's Abdu. It's enough. Let's move on. Like, can we move on from this? So I totally feel that mm-hmm. experience True. and I, I really believe it with you. Thank you so much, Alina. Mm-hmm. It was lovely having you on board. You. For the sake of those who may not know, I think you can just, I'm going to link in the description your the details to that social media details to your Wonder Woman pages because I think everybody needs to go and follow you so that they can keep up to date and know when you're doing any campaign. And I mean, go and support you. Yeah, you want to care for. And that's like... That's what we're here for, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I was just going to mention it's been, that. It's been lovely having you. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely link it in the description below. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday and enjoy the rest of your thank day. You so enjoy the rest much. of your day, Elena. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Dahlia. It was really great talking to you and sharing these experiences. It was nice. It was needed, actually. So thank you for the opportunity, too. You're welcome. I'm happy I got to do this, too. Take care of yourself, then. <laughs>